Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! But there's one more thing. The iPhone X. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. Boy, boy, boy. Did we watch that Apple event today? Holy fucking shit. Um, I have, I have, I've never seen anything like that except for every single year they've ever done it. Um, <laughs> fuck the pomp and circumstance of the Apple events. I, I'm not going to lie. Like I've, I've probably watched the last five, um, Jables. I get caught up in the, in the magic of it and the madness. I keep thinking I'm going to see like a fucking hologram dick come out of the phone, um, where it's like, Oh, tell me about your grandmother. Is she still saved in your phone? Did she just pass away? Guess the fuck what? Blammo! You turn the phone upside down, and it's your grandmother coming out of your contacts as a hologram talking to you. Oh, oh, Ross, I can't believe it. I'm back. And then Steve Jobs just pops up right behind her and has been like, I've been fucking your grandmother the entire time up in heaven. Uh, that's, that's the way I feel about these things. And I get, I get fucking goddamn caught up in this shit where I just, I'm in a tizzy. I'm in a I'm in a tizzy over it, mm-hmm. um, but every year it's the same shit. They barely tweak the fucking phone, but uh, they act like it's. Oh, and people in the in the audience are just I mean uh, literally, but blacking out on the floor. They're passing around sick bags because they're getting sick. They're they're just filled with sick and mess. People um, giving birth. Oh uh, yeah, there was a there was a lady who gave birth to twins today. And then ate out of a dog bowl. Yeah, right. Like immediately afterwards and then cut her own kid's hair, like the twins hair. And it was like, oh, no, they don't have that much hair there at the event. Yeah. Right at the event, right there in front of Tim Cook. And uh, it was it was something spectacular. Funny thing is, everything that we fucking talked about on the show came true. The fucking phone's a thousand dollars. Goddamn phone isn't a thousand dollars. That is no lie. Um, ask it, did, ask if that fucking terabyte is hiked up. No, it's not. We didn't get the terabyte. I'm not paying, I'm not paying the thousand dollars. Is it same? Uh, it, yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's the same shit. Um, but you have this, like all of it, you know, uh, shoots in 4k and you get all these, you know, high tech, high end shit, but that's going to eat up a lot of space because you're, you're shooting at so much, so much more of a higher quality. Yeah. Um, that I look, I don't know how it's going to hold all of that shit, but the wireless charging, oh boy. And they, they really pulled out all the stops. They were like, that Apple Watch, the new Apple Watch, guess what? You don't need your phone anymore. Fuck you, mom and dad. Buy me another one. Um, and you can put it right down on the charger with your phone, with your Apple Watch, and with your fucking earbuds. I didn't, I've never had the earbuds. No. They, they look like dangling earrings at a fucking print show in 1984 um and i just i can't get behind the the earbuds i've seen too many cool people with them now that i have to get them mine my mine just don't fit in my ears like that's just not the proper shape of my ears so just it would just fall out on the ground Mm. um and i don't like that little stick that just dangles there not to brag yeah, well. not to brag, but they fit in my ears. So do well. You have nice, and, but you, I do you have hate nice to brag. Yeah. I do. I yeah. hate to. Yeah, you have a you have a real braggadocious attitude I real, about a you. Real bragging problem. It looks like something about Mary. Like it looks like a cum shot just hanging out of their your yeah. ear, where it's just kind of dangling there, and you're like, you do it every time I see somebody with one. I do a double take, and I'm like, oh, I, sorry, I thought you just got ejaculated on. You're listening to Reba McIntyre. Sorry about that. Didn't want to disturb you. Um. I hope you get that yogurt, you know, at Starbucks. Really, really sorry about everything that you are going through right now. That's what I feel. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Because I think it's a life choice at this point. 
because they're so ugly and non like conforming to your the 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 thing that it's just like oh just plug something just plug something in the bottom of those could you just plug something in the bottom could you just put a little cord at the bottom at the bottom of those because that looks disgusting i like to be untethered you know <sighs> i like to be free yeah. so i don't you think you're gonna charge them you need to charge them afterwards like what the fuck is that yeah because they were saying on the uh on the new uh, the apple event today you can put them in a in a chargeable box and then just throw the box on there and it's going to charge the whole fucking shit which is full of wonderment and magic um apple wants you to charge everything for some reason like just put you know why as opposed to what like that like earphones i should never have to charge earphones i do it for the beats because I've got some of the beats by Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I charge those. And I'm, it, it's rare because the charge seems to hold for a long time. Either that or I just don't use them a lot. But uh, uh, when I do plug it in, it, it feels weird. Like, oh, hang on. Let me plug in my headphones before I, I listen to something. Um, you know, I got to charge them up. Like, I'm not a, not a real big fan of that. I like just plugging it into whatever the fucking device is. And rolling out because if you go back to like the 80s right with walkmans you still had a cord with headphones now the headphones have changed whatever the fucking shape size you know the, the graphic colors of the beats um but it's still been a cord dangling from your your headphones and you, you went on about your fucking day right um with the with these these new little earbud things uh it's just it's fucking strange and what happens if you lose one of those are they expensive i'm sure how much are they you think um, I don't know. I, I'd go with a soft $99. Let's Eat go. I'll tell you what. For a pair? Before we do sponsors, um, I, well, let's do a, let's do a, uh, uh, not a Wheel of Fortune. Let's do a fucking Price is Right. I'm saying $99. Where are you going with that? I'm going to go 49 49 Wait. Okay. Too late. Too right, late. I did it. Dun, I, did dun, it. Dun, dun, I did it. I did it. I did it. First up on the prices, right? We've got some sponsors who pay for everything to be on the air. First and foremost, we've got straightrazors.com. Um, if they laid this kit out of what a straight razor kit is is and is made up of on uh, the prices, right? Uh, people would guess really high. They'd be like four hundred dollars. Nope. Uh, there's a discount going now. You get a whole, you can get the whole goddamn shaving kit, like everything included, for like sixty bucks. Um, StraightRazors.com is doing the jam. They're the number one ranked cologne, number one ranked aftershave in the world. Their, their razors are the best. Somebody's posted a picture of me today, and they were like, "Jesus Christ, your skin is like fucking incredible with this shit." And I'm like, "I know." Uh, go to StraightRazors.com. They've got they've got uh, beard waxes. They've got mustache waxes, beard oils, shampoos, conditioners, everything for the fucking man inside of you. Wait, that came out wrong. <laughs> everything for the man that you're behind, who you're inside of. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that one. Yeah. We'll go with that one. Uh, go to StraightRazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. Support the show, kids. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. If you're not sure about it, just try out their fucking smolder aftershave. It is the jam. Uh, Next up, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. Yeah. Over, under, how much Strikeforce I'm on tonight, Javes? Because I'm hyped up tonight. I know. It feels like maybe two and a half. No, it's two-pack. 
It's Tupac Shakur. Oh, I'm on, two. A, I'm on a Tupac of, I added uh, half. of uh, the shit. Um, by the way, I listened to a fucking super interesting uh, uh, lady on um, uh, fucking Sirius XM, Faith Evans. She used to be married to Biggie. Yeah. Um, she was talking about Tupac and Biggie and the whole situation and, and all that shit. And it, I, she has a show or what's the deal? No, she was a guest. Okay. And um, I have not heard her speak out about that. She was married to Biggie and they got divorced. Uh, he was cheating on her, whatever. But uh, I had not heard the story before. And I was, I was, I was surprised. I was really surprised when I heard it. Um, she fucking, they, they were married at like 20, 20. He was, he was, she was 20 years old. And he, he still had not bought a house yet. Because he'd just gotten money. So he was just like, fuck it. I'm, we're living with my mom. And she, she made him get out of the house and get a fucking house. Like, Jesus. Crazy. Crazy. And they were running around with Tupac, Biggie, at 20 years old. Like, how fucking wild was that? And they were like, dude, were you aware of how wild this was? And she was like, no, it was just my life at the time. Because she was signing a record deal on her own. So she was like, we met through the label. She's like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about him. He hadn't blown up yet. So, like, who fucking knew? Um, it was a wild interview. Uh, how, how that relates to Strike Force doesn't doesn't at all. Yeah, not sure. But uh, it was it was a, a a cool cool little story. And uh, if you get a chance to check out that interview with Faith Evans, it was really fucking good. And uh, I just want to squeeze that in there while we're doing the sp- the sponsors. But uh, StrikeForceEnergy.com is the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch full of energy that you can just rip open, squeeze in your drink, and go. You can you can throw out the fucking monster. You can throw out the Red Bull. You can, you can throw out the the kickstart. Uh, Strike Force Energy is your only energy need at this point in your entire life. Nothing to go back to. Uh, they've got amazing flavors. Make America Grape again. They've got orange, uh, lemon, and original. Uh, they ship everywhere in the entire world. And and they got a subscription of the Month Club. And those seven fifty milliliter bottles just just sit right on your counter. You can you can pump pump. A little pump pump and a little boom boom and you're off to the races. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, strikeforceenergy.com, promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Last but not least, we got a night she cries while he rides his steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes, Jables. Oh, that horse sounded like it was on Xanax. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that little, that that horse sounded like I need to go back to the stables. <laughs> um, the night she cries while he rides the steeds, written by the funniest romance novel of this or any other genre. I'm kidding. It's not really a romance novel. It's more. It's more of a, just a graphic no. comedy. It's there's like a uh, little bit of. There's a lot of sex in there. There's a lot of graphic sex. Very little romance. Very yeah, little romance. True. Fun fact. True. Fun fact. Uh, but if you like Eastbound and Down, that's what the book is like. Um, we do all the voices on Audible. Uh, team actors, fucking greats, top ten highest rated book on Audible. Every day, I can't believe that. Um, but every day, I get another email of somebody who's like, "Motherfucker, you did it! You did this goddamn thing!" And I was skeptical. Like people will, uh, the biggest shot I get is of people listening to their phone on the plane, and uh, and they're like, "Man, I had a long flight, and I thought I'd pop this in. Like I get addicted. I was laughing. Like holy shit." And uh, so that, that's one of my, my cooler moments. Keep sending those pictures. It's fucking awesome. It's an actually entertaining um, audible as opposed to like some people listen to kind of go to sleep. You know, you listen to books. You're like, oh, yep. okay. But like this one is the one you listen to 
to like be entertained. Yeah, and I, you're I don't, not like trying to relax and like fall asleep. No, no, like, you're just it's, it's full on entertainment in the fucking car. Um, was it? Did we talk about this on the show about the Stephen King one? Yeah. But um, it was his. It was it was the British guy that like they they, yeah, they, they was, all try to throw it was at about you. his life. Well, so going back on that, I thought to myself, I was like, shit, you know, I ran into Stephen King on the plane, like literally ran into him, and it was you know like boo, it's like running into Boo Radley. He was like spooked. It was like oh, mm-hmm. like he, it was it was out in public for the first time when he shouldn't have been. Sure, and he's a genius. Like I love him, so yeah. I, I'm not completely not hating on him, but you know, he's in it, and I'm. Better probably look. I'll probably turn into that one day. Let's not kid each other here. Um, but uh, t- t- uh, today I saw him pop up, and uh, he was speaking at it looked like a some type of hurricane rally, like relief rally or something. Um, and uh, he was on stage giving a speech, and I was like, "Shit, why? Why didn't you just get, go and do your audible?" Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what you're Stephen like. You're Stephen King. Why, why not demand it? Why not demand that at that point? Yeah. Um, in your life because you know what Stephen King's bo- voice is and, and by the way I'm not saying this as in narrating like uh, like it or something like that he wrote a book about writing so it was about himself um, and what inspires him as a writer and how he writes and uh, and what got him going as a kid so it would have been better in his own voice um, and I heard him speak today and I was like oh shit what the fuck you could have just done this like why not it's a lot of work it, it is a lot of work but it's what you know, what do we knock ours out in five days? Right. Probably, probably 10 hours a day for five days. Mm-hmm. Typical work day. At yeah, a, yeah. Uh, n- nothing too crazy. I'm not going to bitch about that at all. Um, but I, yeah, when I, when, I, when I heard him speak, I was, I was, man, it made me more disappointed. I was like, shit, man. Come on, Steve. Um, and the, the, fact, the fact that he's got his biggest hit after all these years is fucking insane to me. Absolutely insane. Did you see the numbers for it this weekend? Uh, yeah, I mean. $123 million. Yeah. And that's including Irma. So, like, you had an entire state that evacuated, essentially. So you don't have anybody from Florida going to the movie theaters. And then all the people in Texas, whatever they're going through. Um, people, that's, that's two giant states that you're just trying to get your life back together. You're not going to the movies. So the, the estimates came in lower. They were like, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Not only did it surpass every estimate that the studio gave, the studio said, you know, we're hoping for 50, like it's tracking really well. And if it would have opened up at 50, it still would have been an insane hit, like an un- insane, unbelievable hit. Now you're looking at a fucking worldwide phenomenon where you're just like, oh, shit. Um, I mean, there's going to be multiple sequels and all that shit. I got to see it now. Yeah. Uh, people loved it. It looks kind of like well done though it as does far as it looked like stranger sequel. things a little bit yeah so i'm in so i was uh i didn't see the well that's not sure i saw the original when i was fuck super young too young probably yeah and i don't really remember it it's one of those things where i had a babysitter over at my house a dude um and he fucking watched and was like you're good right you know you're good oh God. i know and i Who was has like a yeah. dude babysitter by the way well when my Mm-mm. my my parents were divorced, so my dad uh, was was living in these like a uh, uh, like apartment complexes, and he was you know like I said he did radio DJ, so like there was just like just cool kid that lived in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was cool, like he was a cool he was a rad dude. He was just like, yo, I don't like. He it. was like, what do you like to do? And I was like, fuck, I don't know. Like I'm down for whatever because I you know Ugh. he was like a little I was like a little brother to him. 
And uh, he was like, you want to watch sports? You want to watch, you know, what, you know, movies you don't get to watch? Like, what do you want to do? Just don't tell your dad. Like, I don't give a shit. You know, I was like, oh, right. Right on. You watch shit because you want to be, you know, as tough as, as the older, older kids. And then once it really gets going, you're like. Oh man, I'm scared shitless oh, off of this. No. Yeah, that makes me sad. Well, look, looking back on it, I I still remember it, and those are the things that I think I carried with me into like writing and creating shit later on in life. Um, where uh, you know, I I remember vividly one of the movies I watched with them was that fucking Crypt Keeper movie, um, where it was different stories. Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Um, it was different stories in a row, and I was just like, man. And they were all different and exciting and fun. And, like, um, I, yeah, I remember, like, being scared but, like, really enjoying it at the same time where it was just like, I mean, I fucking slept with the light on for probably a couple months. But uh, uh, later on in life, I was like, man, I'd like to, I'd like to do some shit like that. Um, they don't really, I don't feel like they, they make shit like that anymore. But I wish they would. I wish they would. Um, because I enjoyed a movie like Tales, Tales from the Crypt, where there's just a bunch of stories. I like that about Twilight Zone as well. Uh, do you remember yeah. John Lithgow and the fucking the kid and the, the, you know, there's someone on the plane, on the wing of the plane. Was that Lithgow? I, I'm pretty sure it was Lithgow. I thought it was Shatner. No. No, was it Billy Shatz in that? That would have been, no, I think it was Lithgow. I think it was Lithgow losing his mind on the plane. IMDb it real quick. Um, I'm going to. Yeah, I think it was Lithgow who was losing his shit on that plane. Um, and Lithgow's still rocking, by the There's way. There's something on the wing. On the wing. That's Shatner, bro. Is it? Yes. Why would you say it like that? Uh, There's something on the wing. Check it. Ch- check it. Do you I have mean, a I'll Do you have a fucking source? Um, I'll check it, but I know I'm right. That's all. I don't know. What, 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 what do you want to bet on this? Well, am I ever right? No. No. Okay then. What's the? What's then you have nothing to worry about, right? Because yeah. I'm never right. Yeah. What so is it? like, what do we got? Let's see. Come on, James. <laughs> we oh, also are watching James on the internet. Watching James on the internet. Um. What do we got? Also, the earbuds. Yeah. How much are the earbuds? One fifty nine. Fuck off. Are you kidding Between me? Between one fifty nine and two hundred. Adelaide's. That's that is way too much for those things. Like the beats, you know, for the, even the beats, I think are too expensive. You know, the highest market, the two highest things that are marked up are headphones and sunglasses. Those um, are the two biggest things that are marked up. I don't know. I, I get down with it. With a, with what? A good headphone? Mm-hmm. Well, like the headphones. No, no. I get down with sunglasses. Like well-made. Good sunglasses, I think, are worth every penny. I do. But, William but the, Shatner. The the markup William on, Shatner. on that. Okay. Um, Twilight Zone, the movie, also had... You want to scroll down that cast list? Because I already looked it up. John Lithgow. And here he is on the fucking plane. For so, the, so you're thinking of the wrong story is, 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 uh, is what the problem okay, is. Okay, okay, okay. So I was thinking of the classic, there's something on the wing. I, yeah, I, do you know I, that where he like sees this little monster on the wing? Yeah, like that's John. Classic... That's John Lithgow. No, okay. Well, I'm talking about the show. Then they made a movie. They made a movie. Yeah, the yeah. Twilight movie. Okay, yeah. so in the show, the classic show, right? Black and white. There's something on the wing. Really, Sh- Shatner. Sh- Shatner was in that. All right. 
So the right. one that you used to watch, right? Used to what was it? Thanksgiving. When did they have the? the you were, you know what? You the were, marathon. Yeah, yeah. You you were a bit like I. I used to watch. I used to watch them as a kid. Um, but I re- I remember only I was I was young and I remember like a handful of them. Uh, I never really went back to revisit them. Like uh, the mask one. The mask one I remember, and the one where they're they're all stuck in the bucket. And they think it's right. They think they're all normal sized people, but they're just little people stuck in the bucket and they're trying to get out of it. Right. And when they finally get out, they realize that they're all shrunken down. Talking Tina. Do you remember talking Tina? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Tina and I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think we've actually discussed the twilight zone before. And, uh, um, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of those serialized one-off shows. I think that's why I like uh, dark mirror so much. Yeah. Um, which is coming back by the way. I just saw the trailer for that. Stranger Things is coming back next month. Um, but uh, yeah, I like those little one-offs like that. They're hard to do consistently and be great at. Um, but I enjoy them. I enjoy those spooky little... I like little... them because they're, they're surprises. So like y- you keep watching them and like it, you could, it could be a super scary one. It could just be like whatever. But it's always like a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, it's always like that a one's six- called Nightmare at Two Thousand Feet. Okay, so it's so like yeah, the classic. Line. Yeah, so I, I guess they they took it from that story, but uh, so is the movie a bunch of different ones? Maybe okay. I remember seeing the movie I first. Never saw the movie. Yeah, I remember seeing the movie first, and I love the movie. I love the Twilight Zone movie. Um, I was a huge fan of that, um, and then obviously we work with Shatner. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't even. I was surprised nobody said that to him. There's something on, on the, the wing. wing. Well, nobody said anything. Like, I mean, there's so many lines that you can say to make fun of Shatner that you're look, not going to say to his face. Looking back on that, what was your what was your feeling working with him? Um, because we did range fifteen with him. Yeah. What was my feeling of him? How? Uh, did you like? like did how, you enjoy it? Did you enjoy him on set? Did you have any scenes with him? I didn't have any scenes with him, but I stepped in to watch him because it's just like a, an amazing thing. Sure. To see someone just that good right. with that much of a presence so i i guess i kind of felt that he was like what the fuck is going on he definitely was i i had a i had a great conversation because he you know you know he called me to his dressing room before we got started for what um just to chat with me just a handy about the script oh, okay yeah for a quick a quick bleach mm-hmm. a, a quick uh a bleach mm-hmm. um no, but but just to chat about the script and talk about everything and uh, yeah, and like that's a professional dude. And no, it I is. love that totally. So, is. And uh, he he was a nice guy, and um, I, he, even though he's loaded, like because what we paid him was like astronomical, because um, he didn't know what he didn't understand. I don't think he understood like the script and all that shit. But like he's amped about it now because everybody loves the movie and they come up to him at the shows and all that stuff. But uh, it, yeah, like it was a pretty decent experience with him. Yeah, like he could have been. I heard the. I had heard the worst going in, and you know. Yeah, he he could have been. I think an asshole, right? But he was so professional. It just had this presence. Was very nice to everyone, and for me, that's huge. Like, yeah, I don't care if you're quiet and trying to do your thing, but if you're nice to everyone, that's amazing. You know. Yeah. That's and for that many years. I think that's pretty remarkable. So he was, he, to me, I didn't talk to him because I was, it's not like you're scared. You're just like, you don't want to bother him. Like they're there, you know, sure. doing a job. You're just so thankful that they're there that you're kind of like, I don't want to like piss him off. I don't want to 
be weird or bother him at all. I just want him to be able to do his work. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I run into but he was fine. I I run into a little bit of that on the directing side where, uh, like actors that big who. You know, I just assume you've done that many projects. You're a professional. I don't have to give you too many notes. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I just assume people who I think are really good that you don't have to give them notes. And uh, sometimes I get shocked when bigger actors are like, hey, can you tell me what the... And I'm like, really, motherfucker? Like, done 200 movies. Like, mm-hmm. um, that that surprises me where I'm like... Because I, I, would, I would rather just no one told me what to do. Like, hey, just... Just go and do your fucking thing. Like, that's my favorite where I'm just like, oh, great. Not me. Um, the director of Garden Party is like that. And I never, he was one of the first directors I ran into like that. And the uh, guy was just beautiful and weird and awesome and uh, was just, just got a kick out of the whole thing. You know, he was making a movie, uh, the movie he wanted to make that he wrote with his buddy. And like, they just got a fucking, just a kick out of all of it. Um, I think after it came out, they didn't get a kick out of it. Sure. But, uh, once they learned sure, they the, realized the cold, hard road of mm. shooting an independent drama mm-hmm. film um, and how well those do. Sure. Um, <laughs> Amazing. But, We're all super rich and famous. Uh, yeah, but uh, his his uh, his name was Jason. And uh, and, the, and the guy that, that worked with him was Tim Yowd. And, and Tim Yowd had this... Uh, I'm going to go off on, a, on like a small, weird story about him. Since I brought this up, Tim Yowd was a, is, was an artist, um, and w- what made me think of this was I was doing some backstory work on this Jim Carrey thing today. So I was looking through videos before I was writing this show, and yes, but to answer the question from the last show, Jim is checked out now. That is that is real. Okay. All the shit we were talking about is is real and is him now. Mm-hmm. And he sat down for an in in depth interview uh, last night with the rap. And I, I watched this entire interview. And then they were also like, man, if you were surprised by this Jim Carrey thing, you got to watch this thing about how serious he takes his paintings. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, and I, I, I looked at his paintings and all this stuff. And I was like, man, the the only other person in, in like entertainment in my life was this guy named Tim Yowd who had fucking done some paintings like this. Because Jim Carrey's dream was to, to show his paintings in an art gallery, which I guess he's going to do this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and this... Guy Tim Yaud, who I worked with, his dream was to show his at a an art gallery, which he did. But there were two polar opposites where it was like Jim Carrey was re- like he really if you watch this, there's a five minute short on Vimeo about Jim Carrey and his paintings about how serious he is about this. Um, Tim Yaud was always just doing cool shit. Like I went to his first gallery thing and it was all it was like the word cunt scribbled in like weird places. Um, and like, there was like weird dicks hanging out of things. Um, and like, it, it appeared as if he was just doing it, like to, just to see people's reactions. And like, it was super funny to me and he was just a rad dude. And I was like, I never figured it out at the end. Uh, whereas Jim, Jim Carrey, I, I, I figured it out today where I was just like, oh man, that you're just, your life is in a different direction now altogether. Like you were, you were no longer Ace Ventura. Let's make movies like that. You were a diehard serious dude who is locked away in New York City, just painting all day and all night. And if you watch this short of him, um, it's remarkable because you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Does this sort of go back to our other conversation about like things that come easy to you and things you want to do? I guess I, like 
I, I will say this. I l- and I'm not big in the fucking art world. You know this. You're not either. Like where you give a shit about art mm-hmm. or really. Um, but his art was. Uh, it was cool. Like, was it? Yeah, it was. And, and it looked cool. Large paintings or what? Uh, yeah, yeah. All kinds. And like at one point during this thing, this, this short film, uh, he had said to everybody, he was just like, yeah, I, um, you know, it's, it's almost maddening the way I paint now. There's so many paintings in my house. Sometimes I'm sitting on top of them because there's no room left in the house. And they were in this, you know, he had, look, he's still got Jim Carrey money. So like he was in this massive unbelievable gorgeous loft in new york city right we were just like oh yeah you can paint all day and just listen to music and not give a fuck about life and that's awesome he's worked his ass off for but he's worked his ass off for fuck man close to 35 40 years so whatever path he's on right now good on him if he's he seems happy um yeah so and if you're in that world like and doing that kind of work and having that be meaningful for you and like finding meaning in other things like, yeah, I guess a trip to the, you know, icons of fashion would just seem fucking stupid to you. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I figured it out. I think why he did it was because he's got this art gallery and I believe it's next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and Netflix is the one who bought that documentary. Um, about him playing Andy Kaufman in Man on the Moon. Mm. So he's got that coming out. He's got this art gallery coming out in New York. So I think he was going there to kind of mesh the two worlds. Because let's be honest, all of that shit that he was saying on the the red carpet for E is essentially what what you would say about art, his art. You know, like, what what is this? Why is this important? Why is this here? Why is this, like, these paintings, so to speak. So it's like, you know, what he was saying about the fucking fashion thing. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing that could be said about the art world where you're like, why do we care? Why are we here? Who are we? Like, you know, that whole type of existence. So it was kind of strange because it's like, hey, man, you you know, you're literally going to get people to go to an art show after a fashion show. Like art and fashion are are completely subjective. So it's like, uh, hey, you know. Good luck because people could be taking shots at you too there. You know, mm-hmm. me, I, I just look at arts as if like, you know, you worked hard. It looked like some time and effort went into it and it looks kind of cool and it would it might look cool on your walls. I'm good with it. I really don't. If it was a Picasso or fucking, you know, Dan Thompson, the neighbor, like I, I wouldn't really know the difference probably. Yeah. Uh, and I got to interview Derek Whita last night. On Drinking Bros podcast, mm-hmm. um, that'll be that'll be up and at him uh, tomorrow night or Thursday, and he's painting now. And I tried to oh, order one of his paintings. Cool. It's, his paintings were rad, and I tried to I tried to buy one as a friend to support him and just mm-hmm. be like, "Oh man!" And that, so when I had him on the show, it was like, uh, "What made you get into this? Whatever." And he was just like, "Ah oh, man, you know, I was doing apparel and the clothes and all that stuff." And he goes, uh, "I still have dark times and dark places," and he's just like. I just thought, you know, fuck it. Why not just try painting and see how I like it and what I, I mean. And his paintings were awesome, and they all fucking sold out in a day, all of them. Um, it was something like four hundred or something sold out in a day, and he's just like, dude, I'm gonna have to give people like a heads up next time, um, of of you know when when I, when I put these on sale because they're all gonna sell out. And I'm I'm sure the same will be said about Jim Carrey. He's like, you'd probably buy a, a painting just because it's Jim Carrey, would you? Wouldn't oh, you? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know who else has it? It's like Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah. 
his art. It's more like pop art, but it's really fucking cool. Yeah. And like would look cool in a like awesome living room. Oh, like for sure. Like modern living room Absolutely. or something. And yeah. Uh, I mean, his are, his are, are prints though. Like I like the original thing, you know? His are prints. I mean, he has originals too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he doesn't do many. So like right. they sell, and then the the prints. What I mean are is what, the originals. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Which yeah. Are That's hard what I would to get. But like, yeah. Same thing. Dark times. You know, doing something else. Just trying to find. You know. Yeah. Trying to find some meaning. Um. But, Whatever. I don't know. But the 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 company that's repping the Jim Carrey thing. Um. I look them up and like they rep a bunch of big painters like Godard and shit like that. And no. they're just like, oh, then there's Jim Carrey on there with like all these like, you know, amazing artists. You're like, well, yeah. say they're good. Yeah. But if his life goes in that direction, um, fuck, uh, you know, it'd be crazy. Uh, it, it, it would be because re- he was like painting. He was painting like Jesus paintings. Oh. Yeah. But it was cool looking like it wasn't it wasn't like your standard stock standard jesus painting it was uh like it was super detailed and really well thought out and you were just like yeah all right cool like if he never came back to acting again i would i, I might not be that surprised because you know the the girlfriend that he had before she killed herself oh no yeah so she committed suicide and uh the family said it was because of him he said otherwise you know x y and z and then he Kind of just checked out, like I, I. Because of him, why did he break up with her? Yeah, yeah, he broke, he broke up with her, and um, oh boy, she ended up offing herself, and then that's kind of when he just stepped out of the, like the public eye. Because I haven't, I haven't seen him in anything. We talked about this on the last show, but um, there's your answer right there. So anybody who saw that interview, it is, it is not a joke. It is totally real. Okay. Um, Let's but I'm looking it. forward to that documentary. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm also. Dude, there's a Netflix, by the way, just buying everything they can on the planet right now. That Lady Gaga one, the trailer just dropped for that. That's Netflix as well. And I was like, fuck, man. Angelina Jolie's new one. Yeah. Just is dropping on Netflix. Yeah. And it's uh, it's astounding how much money they're paying for shit and getting all the best shit on the planet. Like, oh, boy. Um, And the Lady Gaga one looked good. Oh, yeah. All their shit. It's like. If it's a Netflix original, somehow it's like you know it's going to be shot really well and cool. I don't know how that correlates, but well, what it ha- just does. <laughs> yeah, what what happens with a lot of these documentaries, especially like you know famous people and shit like that. If there's, you can see it in the cut. So like, let's say a documentary is like two two and a half three hours long, and they turn it in, they're like, oh my god, we're going to this amazing documentary. In 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 good hands. In, in editing a, a documentary, you can whittle that down and make it fucking awesome, but it needs a, an unbelievable team of editors, and that's expensive. Mm-hmm. That'll really jack up your budget because it's so many hours to sift through all that footage. It's like music. All of it. All of camera, it. Camera. Like, they're all on Alexas, yeah. right? Like, it's just fucking gorgeous. Or they'll add a look to it that makes it look gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they're, look, they're going for it, man. Yeah. Them and uh, them and HBO are really killing it in the, in the documentary game. So we always say we're on those trains. I know. We're at, wait, look, we are on those trains. I, I'm. I would say more than Netflix trains, simply because of the music docs they have. 
on what Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. There, yeah. there always seems to be like one or two artists that pop up. You know, the music docs in my jam that pop up, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Um, I can't live without that. I can't live without seeing that. Although Defiant Ones was HBO, so I'm Ooh. still like, as far as like documentaries, yeah, that, that was still my fave. Fave, and that's on HBO, so I have to go with them. Although Confession Tapes, burning a hole in my queue. Yeah. Uh, we watched, uh, <laughs> but anyway, watched I the digress. first one of those. Well, we watched the first confession tapes. I think somebody had pitched that from the audience, and okay, uh, uh, it My, was good. It was really good. The, yeah. the, the, the we watched the first uh, was, story, if you will. Yeah, that, that's, that's broken up. Yeah, and um, I, I thought those motherfuckers were guilty. Really? Yeah. You like to buy into the hype of like they're innocent. No, I just like to go down that path because it makes it more fun. You know, I like to like go in with like they're innocent. Right. Um, Because it makes it more. Because I, I still think the fat guy in making a murder had something to do with those murders. Yeah, he probably Steven did fucking But whatever. that's not as fun, is it? <laughs> you know? No, but well, like to go so, down so, that, sort of, that because road. I like to be like, because they, they almost trick you the entire time. And at the end, they're kind of like, uh, but here's what really happened. Just real briefly. What do you think? Yeah. And it's like, well, what do you think? Uh, what do you think yeah um i'm just so fascinated with like how you could possibly get a false confession from someone it's i think it's insane but the second one you didn't see the the one after the two-parter he actually did get off and they got he got out eventually with dna okay but how they got him to believe that i mean most of the time they're a little they're not stupid but sure. it is also t- crazy tactics dirty tactics dirty tricks would you ever confess do you think you wouldn't no of course you Fuck wouldn't. no i wouldn't but if they like and you don't sleep a lot so they can't use the sleep no, deprivation they thing yeah. they can't i don't know yeah. food they couldn't use because i really don't care like i, I could go, I sure. go a few so days i don't eating. know they couldn't get a false confession from you I'd no. like to say they can't get one from me. I think you'd cave. I think you'd cave. I think it would be too much. Because um, you, you, you have to sleep nine hours a night. And if you don't, because uh, uh, that's one of the biggest things how they get you. Because these confessions are going hours. I mean, they've got you in there for fucking hours. So not only are you, you, you sleepy and you're hungry, like, shit, shit. Um, after a certain amount of time, people will say whatever they need to say to get the fuck out of the room, uh, which is which is why you need a lawyer with you. You need a law dog by your side. You can't be doing that alone. You don't think you don't think you'd tap out? You think? I mean, I'd like to think that I have more mental uh, fortitude, but I, I don't know. I'd like to think that, but I do also love my sleep. And a cheeseburger. So if those yeah. two things were being hey, deprived, just confess. We'll give you this. We'll, just we'll kind give of you this dangled right out big of reach. Mac. We got a Big Mac for you. Yeah. We got a spicy sure. chicken biscuit from Chick Fil A. What do you want? What, what do you kind want? of deal can we strike? You know? What do you yeah. want? Um, yeah. For me, I, I I I'd be fine with it. Um, now the other shit, like the waterboarding and shit, that would that would be a little much. I think. Um, because yeah. that, that looks intense. That looks really fucking intense. But yeah, but like somebody screaming at me in room and all that shit, fuck you. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, we had the, the hell week in the fraternity. So you only get to sleep like two hours a night. Um, 
you don't get any food, that you don't get to shower, you're stuck in a room, and at the end, they fucking put, uh, they blindfold you, they duct tape your legs and arms together, and then you listen to music for like 17 hours straight on repeat. So it was like Hell's Bells, and uh, uh, the worst was uh, sound bites from the movie Natural Born Killers. There's no escaping here. Oh, There's God. no escaping here. Yeah, and it and it skipped on There's No Escaping Here. So that so that was gay. a good like two hours of that. And it's at a it's gay. at a it's on full blast where they put a giant mm. speaker in the door, so it's just like you're listening to that over and over. And like you saw like people crying and shit like that. Like really just I can't fucking take this. I got thrown out a fucking window because I I, I didn't I didn't fucking subscribe to that stupid shit. Like, I, I, like the hazing thing and all that stuff, like I, I had an issue with because it was like, hey, man. So like on this date and you kind of know what date you're going to finish. It's like, oh, we're supposed to be best friends in like in like 10 days. Yeah, it's real gay. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? No. And this dude was like, hey, you've got to respect me, whatever. Push me, threw me out this window. And I was like, motherfucker, I don't have to. What am I respecting you for? I was like, what's your last name? And he said his last name. I was like, oh, that's cool because it's not Patterson. Oh, she'd be my fucking dad. Meltdown. Like he fucking lost his shit. And uh, then you do fucked up things to them. It's kind of like that uh, Sanford experiment. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Stanford or whatever it was. Um, but it was, it's a lot Stanford. like that where I fucking, you know, you do fucked up shit back to them just to do it. And you're like, do you know? Like when you're yelling at somebody, you're saying some shit to people that they're not. Like they're just gonna fuck up your food or your meals or all that stuff. Like um, that's why I can't yell at people at a restaurant because I know they're just gonna go back and spin in it, lick it, pube it. Um, the girl who stuck the hot dog up her pussy was the by far the end all be it. Where I was like, oh no. What was this? Oh my gosh! They've got a security cam of this oh, this girl name. stuffing a hot dog up her vagina, but like just like like five or six times just jamming it up there and then perfectly putting it back on the bun, putting putting oh, mustard and ketchup on it God. and then going to serve it to somebody. So I don't know who did what to her, but uh it was something. Right. And you've worked you've worked in a in a kitchen. You know it goes on all the goddamn time. Oh yeah. Uh same with with uh pizza places and and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. So that, yeah, that's one where I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. But they, they did it in the fraternity. Nice, yes. They did it in the fraternity, and then we had to cook their fucking meals. That was part of the deal. Like, go cook me a meal. It was like, oh, you want a you want a fucking sandwich now? Gladly, I will gladly make you a sandwich as I lay my testicles on it that have not been showered or bathed in four and a half days. Um, I mean, I smashed an entire grilled cheese together on my on my dick and balls, and then mm-hmm. then re grilled it. I regrilled the fucking thing. So mm-hmm. it was just like, hey, crispy, beautiful. I mean, I put some butter on the outside. Like, r- I got a really nice golden brown. Sure. Out of it. And then I, I, I gave it to him and I watched him just take the most satisfying bite of his, of his life. And all I kept thinking in my mind was, how does, how does my dick taste? Right. How does my dick taste? Um, God, if I remember that guy's name to this day, I would tell you. Lark was his name. That was his, I don't remember his first name. Um, oh, his last name was Lark. Yeah, yeah. And he he was the one. And was like, it Mark? Uh, I don't remember throughout the no Mark no Lark? no no Mark Lark would be weird. Oh, okay. I was just I was. It'd be even weird if it was Voorhees Lark. It was just spitballing. You know Voorhees. Yeah, like Lark Voorhees. Oh, but in reverse. Mm-hmm. Um. So throughout the week with with Lark, um, 
And I think that was short for something too, by the way. Uh, I it, let's see. There was the grilled cheese that my dick and balls met. There was a oh, there was a, a whole glass of milk and an orange juice. So like, I mean, I put what I did was I poured the milk first into the glass and then went full in, dick and balls in, and then. But I waited like three seconds, so it was like everything could really settle, and then back out. Boom! Watch him drink the milk. Uh, orange juice the next day, boom, watch him drink the orange juice. Like, and it was at the end of the, the week, it was just like, it, like, didn't know, nothing happened to him, like he didn't get sick or anything. Um, but at the end of the week, I was, I was keeping like a, like a, like a scorecard yeah. for myself with my dick and balls count of like how, how many food items and or liquids can I dunk, can I dunk my bees in? Um, and it was, I think, I think the final total at the end of the week was like eight. Like it got to be like to the point where there were so many food items that I didn't know what to do anymore. Where you're just like, ah, what do I do with this piece of bologna? Do I wrap it up? Do I, because I, you know, I don't want to smell like bologna the rest of the day. So you're kind of like, all right, cool. Maybe I'll just tap it. Like the bologna I just tapped a couple of times. Like just, you know, like that, just tapped it. Um, and there was like weird food items like that that I was like uh, like a taco. Like you got a taco, and I was like, all right, how do you fuck up a taco? Spit in it, but then I I, I draped it. I draped my penis in it, you know, along. It was a hard shell taco. Mm-hmm. So I draped my penis in that, and I was like, oh, like you know, showing the rest of of the my scummies, if you will, your fucking right. pledge brothers and shit. And right. uh, that, that got nice laughs, obviously. Nice, nice belly. And so on and so on. Laughs out of that. But yeah, I never fucking, I never subscribed to that whole thing of, of the hazing and, and, and all of that shit. Um, speaking of shit, by the way, uh, I want to go back to this iPhone thing one more time because it, uh, it's a ridiculous story and I'm just thinking about it now. Mm-hmm. The talking emojis they have now. Okay. Did you see this? So they're going to like say... Oh no, this is on such a level now of like, what? wait, what the fuck? So take all of the emojis on your phone, mm-hmm. all the animals, the fucking, the shit. They even made the shit talk today. So what this phone has is facial facial recognition. Uh-huh. So you, that that's how you open it. That's the new lock. It's not like a thumbprint or like a fingerprint anymore. It's, it's your oh, face no. recognizing. Yeah. Ugh. Congratulations. Guess who's going to have your face all your fucking DNA. This is how AI starts to take over the world For in like 50 sure. years. So that's how you're going to open up the phone. Well, the, the, the phone recognizes your face. So now on the emojis, uh, let's say you open a rooster. Uh, if you say, hey, Jesse, I'm going to be a little late for dinner. I can just click send and it's the rooster. So when you play it, it's going to be my voice. But the rooster of the emoji moving like a full animated rooster head and it's it'll say hi jesse i'm gonna be a little late today oh yeah and they even made that you know that piece of shit emoji that shit emoji yeah, yeah, yeah. they made that talk on stage today uh, and it was like it's gonna be all the rage well you know everybody's gonna be like dude let's get shit faced mm. i mean that's literally what they're gonna do and say and, and as soon as i saw it, it was like one of those layups where you're like oh no mm-hmm. oh boy here we go um and that's going to be the new thing, James. So get get used to it. You're going to be able to, because you if you look at uh, uh, like what's what is it WhatsApp or fucking Snapchat, yeah, Snapchat and all that other shit where they've got the facial shit. Mm-hmm. This is a whole nother level where you're just making emojis talk to people. So it's like 
And it all goes through your text. So you have to have an iPhone to have it. Um, but they said for, for those other apps like Snapchat, uh, you're going to be able to have like filters. Like the filters were so complex and complicated. It looked like, you know, painted figures at like Mardi Gras where you were just like, Jesus Christ. And it's because of the facial recognition. So now they're really able to lay like 90 colors across your face. And it's, it is, it's a, it's a whole new fucking world you're entering into with this. That's uh, more like, so you don't ever have to look like bad in a picture. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the new, uh, the new speaking, of which the new fucking f- uh, photo on it mm-hmm. is that where you, you're that adjusting filter. the lighting and the mm-hmm. filters and all that shit in the Snapchat in filter the shot is the best for just like a beauty shot yes. where it like takes out wrinkles and kind of like lights you up in all the right ways. But I think we've talked about someone, we won't say their name, but we're always like, how do they always look like that in pictures? Yeah. Snapchat filter. Yeah, exactly. The beauty Snapchat filter. Amazing. Exactly. Um, but so with, if that's what it's like all the time, I'm in. Well, do you know the, uh, the portrait feature on your phone? Yes. It, it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It looks like the most amazing pictures ever. Now you can turn it on yourself and, and you do don't have to be portrait, eight feet away and do uh, the portrait of yourself with the new lighting gear. And it's just like, because what it's doing it. now because of facial recognition, it's separating your face from the rest of your background. So you can, you can mm-hmm. light it differently, your face and everything now because they've got the facial recognition in there. Nice. They want everything about you. The next one after this, after the iPhone 10 is going to be, just hey, just just cut your finger for me. Just cut your mm-hmm. finger. Put in put, this chip. Put a little blood in there, um, inside the phone, and then put a chip inside your finger, and then you're gonna be able to to have like you know Harry Potter, fucking Quidditch matches and shit like that in the air. Like that's the next level. After I watched this today, I was like, God damn it, man, that's it. Like we're recognizing faces now. We're starting to get. We're starting to catch up. With those like '80s movies where you're like, "Oh man, in the future there's gonna be facial recognition. You're not gonna be able to go anywhere. Criminals are always gonna get caught. It's gonna be a fucking hard road for you." And it is, it is. Yeah. Because once they have that, you Forget know, yeah. everybody else is gonna glom onto the technology, and then you know, police are gonna be able to use it. Um, ultimately, it'll it'll probably prevent more crimes and all that shit. But I mean, they're gonna they're gonna know everything about you. There's not there's gonna be yeah, nothing private. We'll... And they made a point today of saying out loud, "Oh, we have this unbelievable security technology, so nobody, no, it would be a one in a, a million chance to get your your face and whatever." And I was just like, "So you're saying there's a chance <laughs> because somebody's gonna go in and rip off all of these things and then use your facial recognition for other shit? Um, it's gonna." It, that's going to be the new level of creepy and hacking and all that other stuff. Uh, but but uh, I found it fascinating how right after it was over, an article came out that said, uh, it was like USA Today. Um, it was just like, yep, the, the, the new iPhone came out at $1,000, and guess what? You're going to pay for it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. always pay for it. Everybody Fair. buys it. Just, even watching this fucking thing today, knowing what we talked about on the last show, mm-hmm. I was even watching this Apple event today. I was like, man... I, I, there's going to be one thing that gets you as a consumer um, that you're going to be like, fuck, I need that phone. And, it, you know, if you have kids, 
it's that it's that fucking animated emoji thing. Right. Endless hours of entertainment of just talking like that and watching yourself talk through an emoji all day. Mm-hmm. So if you have kids and you're a mom, you watch that, you're like, ah, oh, shit. You know what I could do with my, my kid? Like, with this, that would be amazing. Well, it's also like the pictures, too. Yeah. The pictures are, are, are rad for, uh, you know, for a dude. Um, it's all that 4K shit where you're just like, oh, man, I could... I could really watch my my dish app like you know football games crystal fucking clear. Yeah. Um and there's always one thing, you it's the charging thing. Like, hey, guess what? You can literally guess just my throw f- it on the floor and my be phone charging. My phone is still going to be dead, right? I know. I know, probably. Like no matter how easy you make it for me. And I didn't know what it was going to be. I, I thought I thought maybe it was like a device in the room that pinged out something that charged the phones. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to be that where you just kind of threw your phone in this circle and if whatever. I still need to put it somewhere on a circle. That's what I'm saying. Mm-mm. So I think I think maybe we might have to wait for the next iteration where it's just a, you know a plug and play where you're, there's a power bar in the room. Yeah, and it's just just pinging it right to your shit. Yeah, that one's not easy. It's not easy enough for me yet. No, no. Yeah. But the emoji, the 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 emoji thing, you're gonna want. You're gonna <sighs> want to do all that. Yeah. You're gonna want to do all that, yeah. Uh, and the whole thing—we got rid of the home screen sure. and the uh, there's no, you know, headphone jack. There's none of that shit. Like Ugh. crazy. It's a whole new world, and they own Beats by Dr. Dre. <laughs> so that now that those are wireless, uh, y- you know, everything's gonna be wireless. The entire thing is wireless. It's all they said today, all goddamn day. Yeah, untethered. We're untethered. You're wireless. You're fucking wireless. You're free. Uh, You know who wasn't free was Ted Cruz last night. Man, that was a weird, weird fucking story last night. Um, And I was up, too, because I was watching that Monday Night Football game, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, Mm. We're going to close out with that. Sure. That fucking shit show last night. Um, But I was up watching the magic of, like, you know, Monday Night Football was on for the first time. Uh and I, I saw how terrible the announcers were, and I went over to, to Twitter, and I was like, man, I wonder if everybody else is thinking the same thing that I am. This is just fucking garbage. Sure enough, they were, but it wasn't trending number one, and it was Ted Cruz's number one. I was like, wait a minute. It's way too late, because it was a doubleheader last night. So, like, that night game. Oh, I was like, it started at 1030. Yeah. So, that night game was super late, and it was like 12 o'clock at night, and I'm like, wait a minute. Why is Ted Cruz trending at midnight? Um, and then I clicked on Ted Cruz and I was like, whoa, whoa, he had liked a Pornhub video on his Twitter. And whenever you like something, it tells you what you like or what you retweeted, um, or if you, if you answered back to somebody. So, and it was a graphic two, two and a half, three minute video of a guy fucking this girl from behind on a couch. And then like the. He was either like a wife who had walked in was just like a meet like kind of outraged, but then was like, oh, I'm kind of turned on by this. So she starts fingering herself mm-hmm. and it, it was super graphic where you're just like, whoa, tales old as time. Yeah. And it was the whole scene. So right. like, right. Um, the but, guy had a hammer on him. Why though? I don't know. Do we still don't know? Still don't know. Even Is today. Is it deleted? Uh, yes, it's deleted as of today. Finally. Finally. But it was up for hours last night. Like I was up and till, this morning. Yeah. I was up till like 4 a.m. And I was like, nothing had changed with this. And he released some statement today that said one of his staffers had made a mistake. 
um, but also he might have been hacked and they know who the staffer was and they're working on it and don't let this distract you from anything else it's like come on bro you were watching fucking porn on twitter because twitter they don't give a shit you can you can still post nude photos you can still post nude videos Okay, so you can watch porn you on Twitter. You can watch Twitter. porn on Twitter. Good to know. You can watch porn on Twitter. It's not the best because you, you can't get that many minutes out of it. Um, but the nude pictures, videos, all that shit. Mm. So, like, if you wanted to repost your favorite porn scene, you right. could. You could do it on Twitter. Uh, they they don't have any any regulations. Back when that, you know, Save the Tatas thing was hot and Instagram was blocking all those women who were going topless. Right. Um, they all went to Twitter and did it, like Chelsea Handler and them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they, they don't give a fuck on Twitter. And they don't really censor it, so it's just kind of there. And sure enough, Ted Cruz has, like, four million followers. So, like, whew, we all saw it. And, like, because you're sitting there and you're looking at the thumbnail and you're like, all right, it looks like a, you know, a simple librarian sure maybe What's she just gotten home here? from the library yeah, yeah so I, I clicked it on watched it and i was like whoa this mm-hmm. got graphic real quick right um and every you're sharing the same laughter with everybody else and now i also feel like ted cruz lives inside my soul now because i saw what he masturbates to oh okay so i'm like oh man i don't want to know that ted cruz likes that fuck right like I, now i have to live with that forever and it's like mm-hmm. it wasn't so much on him anymore like it got passed off to me it was like right. the, it was like the fucking ring mm. like once once you see that you're like i can't do this anymore dad <laughs> you fucker and i hate ted cruz anyways right so like that guy to me is just the ultimate gimp of all gimps isn't he gotten kind of funny on twitter though? He, he has like he'll talk back to people and uh He'll have a, a witty response here and there, yeah. but just as a whole, like Ted Cruz, which just it seems like he reminds me of like a Joel Osteen, just like a televangelist. Yeah, like I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I could yeah, see yeah. Ted Cruz going into that one day, eventually being like, "Oh, mm-hmm. oh, people, we need to get together and give all the money we can to the church." Like that, that type of guy right. is what what I think Ted Cruz is ultimately. Um, Whereas the opposite can be said about the guy who had the meltdown on, on Monday Night Football last night. Um, Sergio, Sergio mm. Dip. Mm. Just the dip. A lot of people were calling, calling him that last night. Just the dip. Really? No. No. Nope. Just, just me. Just mm-hmm. me. Just put the dip in is what I was saying. Sure. Saying online last night. Yeah. Um, Sergio, I couldn't figure out what it was. So they start off the game with you know the opening kick. And then they go down to the field reporter. He was the field reporter. Right? Yeah. And he was like, we are at the game of football oh, and the no. coach is living out his dream tonight. Night. And I, and I, I was like, oh my gosh, I thought, I thought it was, and I'm, I'm not kidding when I say this. So please, please don't think that I am. I thought I was, I was watching a, like a make a wish type of thing. And it was like, Hey, he just wanted to, to be an online, like an on-field reporter for the Monday night football game. And uh, and that's why I flipped over to Twitter last night. And that's how I caught the Ted Cruz thing was I thought for sure I was going to flip it over and they were going to say, all right, Sergio dip when he was trending. Yeah, he was trending, but I thought it was going to say Sergio dip is, has some terminal disease and, or it would be in the brain, like a, sure. yeah, like a make a wish type of thing. And this was his thing. And, and I, and it was going to be an amazing story. Mm-hmm. That was not the case. Um, that was not the case. I learned no. that very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And 
people were just raining down on this guy, and rightfully so. <laughs> so I looked into it today because I posted the video last night, and it was late. Again, because I was up watching this, and I was like, man, I was so shocked by it that I posted the video to be like, hey, man, is anybody else watching this? Like, this is fucking crazy that they let somebody on air like this. Um, I, it was like they let, you know, a four-year-old on there. And uh, everybody was like, yeah, man, I'm watching the game. What the fuck is going on? I don't understand this. And other people thought the same thing as me. So there was a bunch of comments on my video of like, man, I, I thought that he was disabled. Yeah. And they were letting him do the game and, and all this <laughs> stuff. And uh, uh, so I went to bed. I didn't think anything about it anymore uh, after the game. But I put it on mute because I couldn't listen to the fucking game anymore. And I, I've, I mean, I haven't done that like ever. And I've hated some of those announcers, but not like they had Rex Ryan on there, who was the old coach of the Jets, yeah. who uh, has never, ever called color commentary for a game before ever in his life. And so usually, you know, there's there's new people in the business, but usually they, they throw you with somebody experienced. No, they did not. Uh, they threw him with a woman, which a woman, to my knowledge, has never called a Monday night football game, which, look, if you know your shit, uh, it's fine. But the NFL is not really a game you know your shit in because women have, have never been allowed to play football ever, nor do they have a lot of, hey, I'm around the game a lot um, to, to call it. Because you, look, knowing all the rules of football, like it's very precise and it's very exact. And uh, I was really shocked to see it. She had no experience. Rex Ryan had no experience. And then you got this fucking dude who's on the sidelines just, ah, he is in the game. The excitement is big and everyone's here and we're here. We're going long. And the ball. And you're like, whoa, whoa. So I woke up this morning and one of the comments underneath the the disabled comments uh, on my video was, hey, man, uh, I found out about this dude, Sitch. He was actually like a... Uh, uh, on-field reporter for ESPN Deportes. Oh, Deportes. Radio Laces. On the Ocho. Um, But he had never called a game in English before. He'd Mm. only only done it in Spanish. Poor That is not the time to do that on on Monday night football. (laughs) That that is not the time you want to be thrown in with that. So, uh, look, I'm sure Sergio was excited, obviously, I mean, it was it was clear all goddamn night how excited Sergio was to be there, right? Um, but that that maybe wasn't the best environment to throw him into for ESPN to call your first Monday Night Football game. Uh, he was funny about it though, wasn't he? He was at halftime. Like he posted a picture of like him on Google that just said, "What is fame like?" Because he was just getting absolutely mm-hmm. lit up. That's and, funny. Thankfully, he's like has a little bit. Of well, he made a video. Him. He made a video a little a little bit ago that came out. It was just oh. like, "Hey guys, I know I really beefed it last night, and I'd like a second chance, and I can do better or whatever." And after a- after. Knowing his story today when I woke up after posting a video the night before, I was like, man, I, I kind of hope they get it. And even if it's fucked up again, like it'll now that I know what's going on, it will be endlessly entertaining because it, it's going to be more entertaining than that fucking chick up in the booth who doesn't know shit. Mm. Um, and Rex Ryan. Right. But the two of them together. Fuck me. Um, it was like they invited a, a like a. A, a like a couple over for dinner and they're swingers and they keep trying to talk to you all night about like code words that you're like man are, are you are you like are you saying actual words are you trying to get me to f- like 
fuck something in front of you. Is that, is that what you're trying to do? Like the, the words and phrases they were using back and forth to describe like what was going on in the game. Yeah, you were like, completely weird. Yeah, you were like, oh man, that's hard. What, oh. what, what what's hard the 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 game the 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 play like what right right what's hard and it was just like cliffhangers like that where it was like now second they eight. wouldn't talk for like yeah yes, ever yes. and you're like no 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 you gotta like keep and sergio's on the field forest out you know like Things i was things are great i was expecting him to force gump it at any point and just take back a kickoff 100 yards like mm-hmm. like the movie and just keep running and running and running i would if he, if i were him but but uh he wants a second chance i hope they give sergio a second chance Sweet. and uh, uh after hearing his story look again if I nothing think I'm else into it. i it, think i'm into it totally and i think if if let's say he called the next monday night game right which would be a fucking miracle um if he did and i told you hey Sir, sir, that Sergio Dip is calling the Monday Night Game. I think you would sit down and watch every second of that game and be like, dude, I can't turn yeah. away from this. Uh, so it, it was. It, I love a backstory. So do I. So I wouldn't mind seeing him get a second chance. However, fucking Jameel Hill uh, from Sports Center at six, which they're now calling SE6. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Jameel Hill and uh, God, Michael something, whatever. He's so fucking boring. And snoozy. I can't even remember his name. The two of them are the worst pair of fucking sports sports anchors I have ever seen in my entire life. Like it is so awful. And they threw him in there, and they're I don't know whether it was to be different. They're like, oh, we're going going all black, black woman, black right, thing. Right. And it was just like, okay, cool. And then they wanted them like to talk about they talk about Kaepernick a lot and politics. Where it's the 6 p.m. Sports Center, which has been a staple mm-hmm. since Sports Center b- began. And uh, now they're mixing in politics with it. it. Not only are they terrible, just they can't they can't do the show. Right. Like, I wouldn't even want to listen to a goddamn podcast they're, they're on. Um, but but literally watching them on TV is is awful. The ratings are terrible. But now she goes off on this this Trump rampage about that he's a white supremacist. Oh boy. Yeah. And uh, people are calling for her job now, which they should, because mm-hmm. they fired uh, over at ESPN. They fired for a lot less over there. Sure. A lot less. Um, and they, fi- they look, they fired a lot of people over the years. And um, ESPN released an apology today for her, but she's not releasing an apology. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, uh, if she if she keeps her job after this, it'd be a fucking Christmas miracle. ESPN, by the way, which was. I, one of my favorites growing up has just caved into a, just a shit heap now. They're out of money. Um, it's sinking the Disney stock. They're trying to siphon off ESPN as a network or a brand and get that out of Disney and just have that as a standalone channel. So they killed off all of they, they cut or fired anybody who was making a decent salary over there. Um, so they got rid of all their football people. So like remember John Clayton? Mom, I'm done with my segment. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah. I loved him. Same here. He was on there for fucking yeah. 80 years, that guy. Awesome. He was great. Just just did the reports, did the NFL. He was fucking rad. Ed Werger, the turd squirter, uh, another one who did NFL for years and years over there. Um, just gave you the facts like it was. Here's, here's who we are and here's what we're doing. They fired him. They fired all these people. Last night, 
during this, which is why, you know, you had Sergio Dip and Jameel Hills and all these fucking people working there is like last night on the Monday night game was a doubleheader. They were out of people. So they were just throwing them in where they could. It was almost like, fuck, are you, can you do the game tomorrow? That's insane. Insane. Absolutely insane. With the with the Sports Center six, I think they looked at the, the at six at the SC six. Mm-hmm. I think they looked at the political ratings of uh, MSNBC and things like that, and saw like you know everybody was going against anti Trump, like the ratings like in cable news, right? And only in cable, by the way. Um, and I think they saw that and were like, oh boy, we could we could throw a couple of hot button topic people in there and fucking really really push the ratings. The exact opposite happened. <laughs> Um, no one wants to mix politics and sports whatsoever. No. Um, and especially at six o'clock when you were literally on against every fucking news station in the, in the world. So why? Like I, I'm, I'm watching you because I want to watch sports. I do not want to watch the news. Right. You have very few options at six o'clock. Like, give me a break. Like there's certain things that we do to get a break from the world. Right. Yeah. Watching uh, sports, playing sports, being music, entertained, music, like concerts. Please I don't want to hear your, your fucking political no, opinions. Yeah, just let me. If I tune into a podcast or something, like I, I know what I'm getting into. I know mm-hmm. what the people are talking about. And and hey, but for a sports show, they're just talking about sports and fucking Jameel Hill. Like fuck you. Um, you know, like if, if you really wanted to do something, have Colin Kaepernick on your fucking show. Yeah, have him on your show for an hour. Have yes, him on I'd for the full. It fucking hour yeah have him on for the full hour really talk about his life delve into all of his shit um so if you're you're super about the call have him on your show have him on your show for a fucking hour have him on for the week as a guest host and let him let him explain and see who he is and all this other fucking shit but uh to to call somebody especially the president of the united states a white supremacist it's fucking crazy in this day and age great i mean that that's fucking nuts to me like absolutely nuts on a on a sports show, let alone like, fuck, could you imagine if somebody called Obama something? Like, yeah. f- fired. At, like, without, like, so shockingly fast, it would have altered your mind. Like, grab your shit. You're, get, you're getting out the fucking door. Right. Um, but they didn't, they didn't do that in this. Uh, so I, I, we'll see what happens over the next few days. I, the ratings are so low, though, I, they might not have a choice but to fucking throw the throw the baby out with the whole bathwater and just get rid of the SC6 altogether and go yeah. with something else um, because it, it just keeps going downhill, and it's a shame, man. ESPN was one of my all-time favorites, but they are out of cash, um, and the, the, the Disney is so not giving the them anymore. what's the other option? The other option is, is this shit is just going to cave, man. You're going to start you know, show, showing sports? reruns. Oh, okay. Um, What's live your sports, sports channel? Glad you asked. Um, Apple TV, oh. the, the new 4K that came out today during the Apple event that oh. I couldn't stop watching. Oh. Oh. Uh, it is now a 4K, and they are also going to offer a sports channel with live sports on <sighs> it. Um, however, ESPN and CBS and guys like that, they knew they knew this was coming. So, well, Disney, Disney knew this was coming. So they bought out like the NFL for like the next 10 years on certain channels. So like Monday Night Football is going to have to be hosted by ESPN for 10 more years. Uh, the, the, the fucking, you know, the Sunday games with CBS and all that shit. I think they bought it to like, I don't know, like 2025 or something. 
something like that. And the, and Les Moonves was like, dude, if we could buy it longer, we could because that that's the last of it right there. I think once you get out of live events altogether, like sports in particular, mm-hmm. if you get out of live sports and gaming events that you need to watch live, then you're you're just an app. There's no reason to buy cable anymore. There's no reason to do any of the whole shit anymore. And there's no reason to watch live TV anymore. Right. So therefore, to track ratings and things like that, it's going to be harder. You're, you're going to have to get a new Nielsen system in there to figure all this shit out and see how it's doing. Netflix keeps all of their ratings secret. Nobody knows what the ratings are. Somebody leaked them once, and I got, I got wind of those numbers, and uh, they were not what I thought they were. They were... They were they were way less than like a cable network, and I was like, "Whew!" Hmm. But I wondered if it was because maybe they had so much content that it was like it's gotta be hard to track, though. Well, no, I mean, look, it's an algorithm, and you click it. So, I mean, you know, you know, they know how long people watched it. They know when people tuned off of it. Okay. Um, whereas, you know, if you're watching, f- fuck, whatever it is, uh, I don't know, goddamn uh, CSI. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're watching that at your house and I turn it, they're not going to know. I don't have a Nielsen box in here. There's, you know, only a very small percentage of America that knows that has that and uses it. So they don't really know that data that well. But I wondered if Netflix is simply because they have just such a vast library of content that it's, you know, your choices are endless. So, uh, but at the time that this leaked, their highest ranked show was um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And that was about uh, four million an episode. And, you know, to put it in perspective, like fucking The Walking Dead is getting like 10, 10, anywhere from 10 to like 13 million. So like you're not even close to shit like that or Game of Thrones or. Yeah. And uh, that was that was their highest rated show up until Stranger Things. I heard Stranger Things crushed at the end of it. But um, yeah, that's what's going to happen is, you know, if if ESPN loses live sports, what do they have left? Uh, I mean, they've they've made a bunch of deals with college football, but the ratings have gone down in the NFL, um, and it uh, largely in part of you know the NFL has become less fun because they don't they make the players they can't dance or fucking do cool shit when they mm-hmm. score. Um, the 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 style of play is slowed down because of the, the CTE and head mm-hmm. injuries. That if you hit people in the wrong place, you're getting 15 yard penalties, right. getting thrown out of the game. Um, can't do anything cool anymore, and the level of competition seemed like it went down. Like this weekend was the opening weekend, and there wasn't that many good games. Uh, there was only maybe two or three that were relatively close mm. for the entire weekend out of a slate of you know fucking 30, 30 teams. Where you're just like, ah, oh, all right. Uh, I'll be curious to see how the, the season goes on, but uh, you know, Peyton Manning leaving had something to do with it. People love Peyton. I always love watch Peyton play. No matter what, if Peyton Manning was playing, I'd throw the game on. I should be like, yeah, fuck it. I, love, I like watching Peyton play. Um, very similar to Tom Brady, where, you know, Tom Brady, once he gets out of there, it's like, Ugh, boy, Drew Brees is getting up there. He's, he's about 37. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting ready. Aaron Rodgers is in his 30s. Like these new guys that, that are coming up uh, have got to be a little better. But uh, yeah, curious to see where, where that all goes. Um, but yeah, I, I heard they're, they're, they're thinking about just spinning off ESPN as a whole so that way Disney can stop losing money in the, in, in the market because so far everything else that Disney does is fucking that guy, Bob Iger, is, has the Midas touch over there. Everything he touches turns to fucking gold over there except for ESPN. Right. 
but he's not affiliated with that. Like that wasn't his thing. Right. Um, and if you have people like fucking Jameel Hill on there, you're only going to drive people further and further away from, from, uh, from watching your channel. So I don't know. Real curious to see what happens, but I want to see Sergio dip back. Me too. I want to see the dip. You can Just do it, the buddy. Dip. You can do it. Just the dip. Uh, that leads to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? Um, the revolutionary figure of the day uh, is actually—it's actually going out to to uh, a whole slew of people. I want—I want to give this to to a whole slew of people who were fucking awesome and great and animals, and they were excited about their jobs and they were great at them. I'm talking about Boomer. I'm talking about Chris Berman, George Grande, Greg Gumbel, Lee Leonard. Bob Lee, uh, Sal Marciano, and Tom Meese. Um, they were the originals. They were the originals to do the to to do Sports Center back in the day in 1979. Hmm. And uh, a couple of ESPN executives named Chet Simmons and Scotty Canal uh, were the ones who conceived it. And the first uh, episode of Sports Center aired September 7th, 1979. And uh, Lee Leonard. And uh, George Grande were the first two to do it. And then the rest of the guys popped in. But, like, dude, those guys, Berman, he did Monday night last night. Um, Yeah, He did the pre-show. They fired him off of everything else, um, which sucks. They got him off the draft. They got him off the home run derby. Why? Um, His salary's too high. Mm. And they're they're cutting back. Um, So, you know. It sucks, man, because he was he was there again since the very opening day in 1979, and once they started cutting back salaries, uh, you know they they had to to cut him back out of jobs, and they were like, oh, you can still do the Monday nights, you know, countdown or whatever, but everything else you're out of, so they don't have to pay him, and uh, it just fucking sucks, man. All those guys were rad, and and now you're stuck with this weird mixture of people, um. I like Stephen A. Smith. He's entertaining, at least. You know, mm-hmm. I don't agree with him when he's fucking complete, a complete mess. But he's entertaining, <laughs> and I like Max Kellerman. Uh, I like Scott Van Pelt. They don't really let those guys do what they do. Um, those three get to, but the rest of the guys don't really get to do what they do, and it sucks. It just fucking sucks, man. It's going down the shitter. It's going down the goddamn shitter, Jabe's. Uh, <sighs> Look, in a, in a few weeks, though, you'll be able to, to, to talk out of a shit emoji and express that feeling with your friends and family. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't even know how long we went tonight. What, an hour and 20. Look at that. Look at that, Jabes. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.